one love, yo. Yeah, that's right, he's got game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth In the middle of the universe Then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Alright, greetings and happy Tuesday This is the Desiree Show on Dash Radio First downs and flip tricks And it is the 15th day of July Today I'm super stoked I've got uh, an amazing ripper Pro skateboarder uh, Able to laser flip anything Skating started in AZ And he's been compared to Larry Fitzgerald Um, who is a wide receiver if you don't know Um, and not just for his ability but his work ethic and his graciousness Um, he's got a song dropping soon uh, winner of Tampa Pro 2016 Street League Chicago 2017 winner second at Street League in Huntington Beach in 2018 Uh, first at Daywan's Picnic Lockwood which is super sick Um, second uh Silver in Shanghai for X Games. Uh, currently ranked fifth overall, uh, or fifth actually in street, 15th overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just a positive force. I uh, hope some great frequent flyer miles as well, because this guy's busy. <laughs> Mr. Deshaun Jordan. Hey, how are you? I'm doing pretty good in yourself. I'm good. Thanks so much for making the time tonight. Thank you for giving the opportunity to be here. Yeah. Now, uh, you can follow uh, Deshaun on, on Instagram at Deshaun Jordan or D underscore Deshaun on Twitter. Yes. Uh, those are the best two spots? Or Yeah, yeah, I'm mostly on those two for sure. All right, sick. Now you started, you moved, let's, uh, you know, we talked a little briefly on the phone today. Um, Tucson is what you are listed as your hometown. Mm-hmm. However, you're in Arizona, you moved to Georgia, then you moved back to Arizona a few different spots. Can you want to... Um. So, yeah, I was born in Glendale, Arizona, um, and I moved from there. I don't remember my exact age, but I was kind of young. I moved to Macon, Georgia for a couple of years. And then I remember before I moved to Tucson, my grandma had drove up to get us to go back to uh, Tucson uh, for their Christmas, I believe it was. And when they drove us back to Macon, Georgia, I went back with her, and that was, like, my time. Like, I moved out there before my mom and my sister did. Then they followed me out there shortly after. And then... um. And where did you live when you moved out there? uh, I lived on the south side of Tucson for a little bit. um, Is where my grandma had a house. Okay, so you moved with your grandma. Yeah, I moved with my grandma, sorry. So yeah, I moved from, I I rode back with my grandma from Macon, Georgia to Tucson. And I stayed with her for a little bit. And then my mom and my sister came out shortly after. And then we all lived at my grandma's for a little bit. And then once we got on our feet, like we moved to the east side of Tucson. And so we were still local with my grandma, maybe a couple minutes out, like 20 something, maybe 30. And then spent a couple years there, went to elementary school there. And then um, when my grandma moved to Phoenix, Arizona, we followed her up because my mom likes to be close to my grandma, you know, just in case anything happens. And so we just followed her back to Phoenix, Arizona. And then that's kind of where I just finished my years of education and can, uh, I want to say continued my skateboarding career from finally getting to Tucson. Yeah, no, and uh, Chan- I mean, Chandler, I mm-hmm. know you skated quite a bit. Um, Andy Levi from the turf manager for the Arizona Cardinals. I spoke yeah. to him as a good friend, friend of ours, um, just had the, the best things to say about you. I mean, just every time he would see you, it was just amazing to watch you kind of evolve as mm-hmm. a skater and said, watching you skate, he, you know, there's certain people, you know, they're special. And Deshaun was one of those, um, and also had this graciousness and this, um, just where without where without <laughs> I can't speak today every time he saw you you would say hello and you would look at him in the eye mm-hmm. 
And that's something that he didn't experience with a lot of other skaters. Um, and so that also really resonated for him. Family, how you, how you were raised. Yeah. Is that where that comes um, from? Yeah, I feel like that was, I don't know, it was kind of, so I only had my mom in my life and like I didn't really know my dad. I actually just met my dad for the first time in like 22 years when I was just back in Arizona uh, oh, this just, past week. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's been a lot of crazy things happening in my life before the better, but um, I don't know. I kind of, I learned all the things I could learn from a woman, you know what I mean? And she tried to play both parts as much as she could, but it was just those little things that, like, I still had to look for, you know, for male guidance and, you know, male role model. But, you know, I would hear those type of things from, like, my peers, my uncles and everything, you know, like, look somebody in the eye when you talk to them. And so at first it was hard for me to do because I was, like, trying to practice it. And then I just had to, like, make myself start doing it and just kind of develop those, like, respect, you know, those aspects of respect for, like, everybody, you know, woman or male. And so I don't know, I just feel like, you know, you mean something when you look somebody in the eyes and to be able to just like to make a mark not only with skateboarding, but to like show that like, you know, you have that respect, you know, and, and kind of put your personality out there more than just skating. I feel like it, you know, that's really when somebody can determine or not if they actually got to meet you or know you. So I don't know. I, I try to, you know, people that I try to show respect to people who I feel like show respect. And I don't know, I'm a big like energy person. And so like it's always been good energy with Andy and then just like I don't know I always try to I give the respect just to see how it is reciprocated and kind of go from there yeah no and he said when you uh, I think you you got first uh, qualifier for Phoenix Sam I believe 2015 I think yeah and you were rocking like a you know a, a golf Arizona Cardinals oh, polo yes. and was <laughs> not sort of like the hip thing to do mm-hmm. at that time guys would wear jerseys but not like you know a golf polo, you yeah. know, and uh, he just, it just, he still wants, he still has got a package for you. He really oh, yeah. wants to give you a package. He's like, I've been trying to get him hooked up with some stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I can get you his address. He's like, I have his address. I want to see him in person. I want him to come out to the Arizona Cardinals uh, for training camp or for a game. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I've got to, i got to reach out to Andy. I haven't seen Andy in a while. Um, yeah, Andy was always one of those dudes who were like, you know, skating. He was with like the you know, the older guys who skated in Arizona, but, like, they were, like, you know, the OGs. Like, you know, he was with all those dudes. And, the, you know, hats off. It's just automatic, like, respect for all those dudes because they kind of, like, paved the way for Arizona skateboarding, you know. And being around people like that kind of helped me to mature a little earlier and kind of, like, know, you know, what I know, the do's and the don'ts and, you know, how to be respectful. And, you know, I appreciate all those dudes for being being able to be in an environment with them and, like, you know, be able to get to meet them and still develop, have relationships that are, like, still going, you know. Yeah, no, friendships are really are amazing. Skateboarding is amazing in that mm-hmm. way. Um, you know, but and I want to, I'm going to stick with Andy right now because mm-hmm. Andy and I were talking and we, we talk football, we talk skateboarding when I talk to him. Okay. And, you know, kind of was giving me like the lowdown on what's going on with Arizona, with the Cardinals right now, with, you know, Kyler Murray and like, you know, and all, all the new additions mm-hmm. and coaches. Um, and I, we, you know, we talked about Larry Fitzgerald. And then when, when I asked him about a few words about you, he said, you know, we were just talking about Larry Fitzgerald, but I see those same qualities in Deshaun, uh, ex- extremely talented, ex- the most amazing work ethic and this graciousness. And I think he said graciousness like seven times talking about you, um, you know, which is, and, and you know, and, and prior in the conversation, it was Larry Fitzgerald is second to none, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so to, what does it mean to be sort of um, that someone that's watched you skateboard and watched you kind of grow up in skateboarding to hear those kind of words? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, 
I don't know, like I don't I'm trying to figure out the words to describe it, but I mean it's a crazy feeling just because I don't know when when you're in it, like and you're skating, you know, and you're growing up and you're going through everything, you don't like co- like consciously like think about those things like, oh, how does this person like view me? Like, you know what I mean? You just kinda like live in the moment and so like to like hear that, you know, everything I've been doing, you know, since when I first started skating, you know, has been like all the right things to make people to like leave a good impression on people and people to like, you know, value me, um, I don't know, it means a lot. It just, it like motivates me to just, you know, always be myself and never change. And so to hear somebody like Andy, you know, who's around like the top, you know what I mean? Like skateboarding, don't get me wrong, is like top, but like to hear somebody who's around like really like the top athletes on like the, the people who like are actually like really doing it, like Larry Fitzgerald and just kind of hearing them like compare me to someone like that, it, I don't know, it means a lot. It's like really motivating and, you know, it helps me, it helps me grow my confidence even more just to like always be true and just, you know, continue to do what I'm doing and not, because sometimes you get like caught up and if things aren't moving the way you want them to move or like you feel like things are slow and you kind of start thinking about ways to like change things about yourself to like get there faster. And so like to be able to know that like it's, it's the opportunity, you know, to achieve and like grow is, is really bright. Just being yourself. I don't know. It just makes me want to, uh, continue to skate and, and push the message to just be yourself, you know, and just always just stay true. And, you know, also the respect thing too, you know what I mean? And just make sure that you're very uh, aware, you know, of relationships and, you know, how to treat people and how to act and that, you know, to know that being yourself is, is more than just playing the sport, you know, doing what you're doing. That's like a big aspect of life, you know what I mean? So always have a positive effect on things. And so, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, I don't know, it's in shock to hear that, but I don't know, it's crazy that, like, you know, to get that comparison. Because you never know, you know, if, like, somebody's eye in your face telling you every day, it's kind of, like, hard. You know, you kind of just, like, live day to day. So, I mean, that's kind of refreshing to hear that and, and know that that, you know, that that's out there. Yeah. Well, and then, okay, so, let, and then we're going to step back, though, because I want to, we want to, like, nine years old, you started skating. You mm-hmm. sk- hopped on friends' skateboards, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, You were playing football before. Uh, yeah running back and cornerback or wide uh, I receiver? I played a running back for a little bit, okay. then I played nose guard. Okay. What they call nose that. guard? Yeah, nose guard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played nose guard in, uh, oh, I forgot, what is it? I think Mighty Might. And uh, I don't know, I forgot how many years I played of it. But, yeah, it was nose guard. Every time I say nose guard, some people like, they're like, oh, they call it. I don't know if they call it something different now, or is it still called nose guard? Um, uh, Nose tackle? Yeah, so nose tackle, yeah. yeah. So I was like... I mean, or guard. I mean, it could depend because a tackle and a guard are different positions. Yeah. But, you know... Because I was like, I was nose guard so right in front of I mean, the, I mean, not tiny, but I mean, that's like for a, yeah. like a, a big, big... I mean, in the NFL and college, you know, mm-hmm. it's for like a 300-pound guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I played, yeah, I played nose guard. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like because I was like right in front of the, you know, the hiker. And uh, I played that for a little bit. So I kind of like, they bounced me around a lot. Like every time I was, I would do something for a minute and like I would move to a new position, like, you know what I mean? And... I don't know if it was because I was bad or what, but, like, I never – they just, like, always had me active. Like, I would switch positions a lot. Uh-huh. And so, I don't know. I did that um, for a minute, and then I don't know. Some basketball, too? Yeah, some- I played a little bit of basketball, and, like, uh, I was in, like, a little league in elementary. Uh-huh. Um, I played basketball. I uh, was in a dance group for, like, years. I want to say, like <sighs> – I don't even know. I did it for years, way before I even thought about skating. It was kind of like how I am in skating right now. It was like how I was with dancing. Like I was like shows, practices, vendettas, like fully in dancing. I did that for a couple years. Um, I biked for a couple years. Um, I roller skated. I still roller skate. Um, 
I just tried everything. <laughs> my mom just kind of just like let me try everything, so I tried everything, and I'm thankful for it because I feel like it like kind of like allowed me to be be able to like be attracted to something and like not have any problem giving full you know energy into it and love. So I don't know. Yeah, I did a lot of things, random stuff. Then I don't know. I always tell people like I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, dude, I was like, I don't. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> like, with the skate stuff, like, when I started skating, I had no idea about anything. And, like, yeah, I don't. It, I just started skating, and then things started happening, and I started learning through that. Like, I had nobody around me telling me about skateboarding when I was, like, younger. Mm-hmm. I literally just started skating because my friends were doing it. And they weren't, like, they were good to me because that was the first time I saw it, but they weren't even doing anything. They were probably doing just ollies and pop shovets, but I was just like, oh, that looks fun, and I started trying it. then... Like, I was kind of a late bloomer with, like, learning about, like, who certain skaters were. And I remember the first time, like, I was put on blast for it. And, like, kind of, like, one of the reasons I started trying to be more aware of those type of things was I was at a street league pool party uh-huh. when they were doing it in Arizona. It was, like, the, the last year before they stopped doing it in Arizona. And I was at a pool party, and I went over to the ping pong table, like, by the pool, and uh, Tommy Sandoval and uh, Aaron Schneider were playing ping pong. Uh-huh. And I walked over, and I'm, like, waiting to play – and uh, I think Tommy Sandoval, like, I just lost or something. And he was, like, looking at me to give me the paddle. And he was, like, you know who this is? And I was just, like, stuck. I was, like, I don't know who this no. is. And then he was, like, this is Aaron Snyder. And, like, got on me for it. And then now not really in a rude way, but just kind of, like, you know, he's probably, like, having a good time with his little favorite. He was just, like, you know, pointing something out to me. And I was just, like, I I don't know who this dude is. And so after that, that was kind of, like, my mark to, like, kind of take the initiative to start being more aware and, like, learning about what I'm doing. Because I was just, like, in it I was just like not really just worried about myself but I was just worried about skating like I didn't I didn't know that those things that those type of things were important like oh who's your favorite skater like didn't have one like until I started like kind of looking into it but who, I don't who know. became who became that favorite skater? Oh, I was it? always a Krell Tap fan. Okay. So I'd like I was like Eric Costin, Mark Johnson, like all those dudes. Like those are like my favorite skaters, just in general, because it's just like they always having fun. Like they can do whatever they want on the skateboard, and they it all looks good. You know what I mean? And so I've always been a fan of like that type of skating. You know, not that fun. Yeah, yeah, that fun. No, they. I mean, I'm phenomenal, but like yeah. they're still having fun. Yeah, I, yeah. That's my my attraction. Mm-hmm. Passion in that. Yeah, and everything. It, like it, it just looks like you can like you get that vibe like when you're watching the part, like an Eric Costin part or a Mark Johnson part or. You know what I, I mean? Almost, or a guy I almost Mariano texted part. MJ. I almost yeah. I texted him to get a quote from you. I wasn't sure if he knew you or not. <laughs> no, wait, <laughs> I was crazy. I was with him last night. We were skating. Oh right yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, oh, we were damn. skating. Yeah, <laughs> but he um yeah I don't know I I just like I've always been like attached to that like type of you know what I mean nothing that's like super structured you know like and, and I love like structured skating like like pure odds my, my other favorite skater you know but still he's a structure but he just everything looks good it's not it's just all about a style you know and and you doing amazingness from the style but just having fun and those like that's like my lineup it's like it's Eric Mark Guy and Pirod like those are my like my four favorite skaters right. and I'm just like I don't know I've always been attracted to that I just feel like that is just like what it's all about and kind of like having fun because like the best things come from you know not really planned or like sometimes planned but just more so having fun and just like enjoying it and that's kind of how it was I, I didn't like I'm still to this day I'm still learning about like what certain who certain skateboarders are you know that are like the OG OGs and so like I don't know it's just always trip out like I've been randomly thinking about that lately just like I don't know like how this happened <laughs> at all <laughs> I don't know how this happened but I mean God works in mysterious ways so I feel like it was meant for me to be here and do this and I mean he wouldn't have brought me this far in this aspect of my life if it wasn't meant to be so 
I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's really cool. And then what's it like? I mean, you skated with MJ last night. So, yeah. I mean, how, how, I mean, it's how, how surreal is that to, you know, someone that you've kind of loved about the fun and obviously the skating of these guys, but like then to be skating with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy, you know, cause like, you know, people go through whatever they go through in life and you know, you hear about it or like people you weren't really close with, you kind of not like, consciously like you develop an opinion about someone that you don't know and like I feel like that's a lot of like you know a problem the main problem today is a lot of people like develop opinions and don't even know people and I feel like that's like a big problem you know what I mean and so like I've always been kind of like a general person like I don't like to have any opinions going into meeting anybody and you know when I first met him it was just like like you know he's awesome you know just like you know hearing him talking just like getting to know him and it's like now skating and watching him is like after watching you know like his pretty sweet part, you know, and his Lakai parts and stuff like that. And it's like now, like, even if, like, randomly, like, he'll do something, you know. I'm just like, dang, like, <laughs> that looks like Mark. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just crazy to see a person that's just like, I don't know. And he's he's always been, like, the funny, like, crazy one out of, like, you know, out of the thing. Like, always super creative, you know what I mean? And he just has a personality that, like, stood out from, like, everybody else, you know, a part of the team. You know, he was, Mark was always doing something that was, like, super funny and like had you laughing you know and he's just super creative and i feel like that's what kind of like attract attracts me more to like wanting to be around him and you know and, skate and with so him. smart i mean like yeah. he's one of the people like i can i can talk with him for like two hours on the phone mm-hmm. about art about opinions about like i feel like he's got such a, a range of interests mm-hmm. um and i it's, it's just he's just got a lot of it's just cool he's really an interesting he is the most interesting man that's how i introduced yeah. him when he came in you know yeah. like, <laughs> you know I, I played that the uh tequila the uh tequila the dos Equis commercial as oh, an yeah. intro for him because he is he's so interesting you know mm-hmm. he's i mean and and funny and yes. witty so <laughs> and now now books books or movies what are you um uh, i'm a movie person I've been trying to get myself into reading more books and, and stuff, but I'll always get, like, I'll get a book. I actually bought a couple of books, and I haven't even touched them, which is bad to say, but I bought some books, and I I tell myself, like, literally probably almost every day, like, I want to start reading a book. I want to start reading a book, and then I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my attention span, or I don't know, my attention span, or how I think I'm saying it right. Like, I just would read something, like, sit, sitting still for forever, it always gets me. So I think I might have to, like, audio, do audio books. Because okay. I love books. Like when you know when if I when I was in school and I read books and I was like actually paying attention. Like I loved the whole like concept of a book. You know the whole story building up. You know the exposition, all that. I love it. I just like, I've, especially now being here and I just want to skate. I think I just like get so distracted and like out of it that I just start thinking about like skating and I just can't sit still. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. I, I've been, I would say movies more right now, but I definitely want to become a book person and start putting the time and, you know, discipline myself to read books. Right on. What favorite book, favorite movie, like most inspiring Ooh. movie or most that comes like the first few that come to your mind. Freedom Riders. Okay. I love that movie. Um, trying to think what else. Freedom Riders. Oh man. Any sports um, movies? Oh, I like Blindside. Okay. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I love that movie too. Um, I like radio. Yeah, and if you that movie, um, <laughs> I like a lot of movies like that because it's st- like, you know what I mean. Like I would say with uh, Freedom Rider, just I love the like the the story about struggle. Like I love I love seeing people's like struggle stories and you know how they like 
uh, face diversity and, you know, and all that stuff. And radio, that one's a little different, but I just like it. The reason I like that one is because it's like they kind of, the message I get from that movie is just like, you know, like we're all equal. And it's just, you know, that you shouldn't, whether the condition or there's somebody in the color or anything, like you shouldn't treat anybody. Like, I feel like that one's about like equality. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I've been like, now that I'm getting a little older, I'm, st- I'm still young, but I'm getting a little older, I'm like starting to look at things more maturely. And so like, it's just like even with music, like when I started like, Actually, because I always did that for years, but like now that I'm able to like have a, a more of a mature ear for music, like I listen to like more things and I like I understand things better. And that's you know time back in the movies is like I don't know I kind of look deeper in the movie. Like my other like one of my favorite movies is Coco. Uh-huh. I like I love Coco just yeah. because like it, you know the whole story on that you know is like and that movie is like pretty much like me like I just met my dad, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And so it's like him you know trying to meet, find out who his uncle was you know what I mean. It's like I know it's a lot of it's a lot of things too. Like when you watch a movie, like you can experience something later in life and like you can reference that movie to your life, you know? So I feel like it's Disney movies. Those ones have, I, I, I love them. <laughs> yeah. Those ones have like, I'll probably say some of the deepest messages. And it's crazy that you don't realize that until you get older. <laughs> when you're a kid, you're just like, Oh, it looks cool. You remember the music. But like when you get older, you start like dissecting like all the real, the realest things from movies like that. But yeah, yeah I love movies. No, I me too. I, I do too. I like movies. I, I read a lot as well, but I like those inspiring, you know, the mm-hmm. ones that I, you know, and I do love the Disney movies, all of yeah, them. Yeah, so um, good. You know, animated and non-animated, mm-hmm. you know, um, but they're, yeah, they're good. They're good ones. Um, yeah, I saw Rocket Man recently, and then I saw um, Dumbo in the theater okay. as well, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I've seen a lot of movies recently, mm-hmm. but I mean, I've seen a lot of actually not lately, but yeah, I've seen a lot probably lately. The um, movie Ant Man's pretty good. Is it? I haven't seen. Oh, that. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, that yeah. one's pretty good. That that one like that one has a good message. Too. I mean, the message I got from that was just like because the dude gets out of jail, whatever. It's random dude. These people are like crazy scientists. They're working on like these things that like you know, it's like Ant Man. There's like they work on these things that like control ants or whatever and like all this stuff. But they have a suit and they this dude wants somebody to use the suit to stop this dude who took over the company he was running that's, like, trying to do bad with the company. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they, they give this this random dude out of jail. Like, they hit this dude about wearing the suit to be that dude to go stop that. But it's like this dude got out, was a nobody, you know, was dealing with his own personal things with life, and it's like, you know, I, f- I feel like that message was, like, more of, like, a manipulative thing. It's just, like, you know, is it worth it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's crazy. I could go a little deeper with that, but it's, I don't know. That movie was pretty good. It's yeah. like, a me- like I said, it's a message in everything. Like, yeah. literally everything. It's crazy. You just, you just got to, be, like, take the time to actually open your brain to, like, realize it. But Or yeah. pause and see. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard, you know, um, like, to see what your surroundings are. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's cool. I mean, you know, how absorbed the movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's gonna jack. I'm gonna go backwards right now because yeah, uh, we problem. nine years old. You hopped on boards. So what was your first board? Uh, it was a blind. It was a blind. Yeah. And so it, any nobody because you didn't know any skateboarders that really at that time you just were getting a skateboard. So yeah. it was just a generic oh. the team board or was it? Um. So that board, I the first skateboard I got was actually uh one one of the dudes who were in the friend group I had in Tucson. Uh-huh. Um. They all had boards and so like you see you know I was riding my friend's boards and. I think I may have used it one time to get home, but it was in the process when we were moving from Tucson, Arizona, so we were loading up the U-Haul. And I had 
I was supposed to take the board back to him the day we were leaving, but I had no time to like take it all the way back down the street. So I remember just taking it with me. I felt so bad. I was like, dang, like I didn't have time to give him back the board. I never had his number or anything, but like, I mean, I thank him cause I was like, that kind of like helped me start, you know, start Skating. going. But, um, I wish I had his number so I could like somehow get in contact with him. But I ended up taking the board with me to Phoenix. And so when I got to Phoenix, um, I remember the, I didn't know how to fix a board. The wheel kept falling off because there was no nut on it. Uh-huh. And I lived across the street from my auto zone, so I just went straight and got a there. Nut and, from yeah, AutoZone. Yeah, they put a nut on there from AutoZone, <laughs> and it worked. Like, I was hyped, and I used that board until all the way up until I got a new one. But that was, like, my skateboard. I wish I still had that board. Man, I don't know where that thing went. But, yeah, that was my first board. It was blind. It had, like, no nail and, like, no nose or tail. It was, like, gone. It was just uh-huh. razored out, like, squared. Um I don't remember the whole setup, but yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. It was a blind skateboard. I don't remember if it was team or pro model. I just remember it was a blind for sure. Well, if it didn't have a nose or tail, it probably didn't have any yeah. graphics left anyway. So <laughs> the name was, like, was gone. Yeah, <laughs> the name was gone. Um, and then, you know, from that point, though, you start doing these AM contests, mm-hmm. you know, and a few years later, and you start doing really well. Yes, thank you. Um, um, you know, I mean, really well. And, I mean, Transworld, uh, AM of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, or not, probably not Transworld, the Skateboard Max, yes. uh, you know, AM of the Year. Um, winning, you know, skate, you know, winning uh, Tampa AM mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah, that was um, First qualifiers twice, I believe, at Phoenix AM. Mm-hmm. You, end up, you know, you've done well over the years at Phoenix AM, yeah. Damn AM Series. When, what was, like, the kind of, like, whoa moment for you was that you know was that uh winning tampa am or was that sls in chicago or was that getting on nike or what was kind of like the big like wow what's happening or or this is happening yeah i remember my my first year i tried to skate phoenix and they didn't let me because they said i didn't have like corporate sponsors or i wasn't you know i didn't have good enough sponsors or something so i waited waited and then that first year I skated Phoenix Sam, I like, you know, I was like, I, you know, I, I have to show them, you know, <laughs> like I, I, I got something to prove. And so like just, you know, skated my hardest, you know what I mean? And, you know, I was blessed to make it, you know, qualified in the finals like my first year and, and so forth. And then, um, I don't know, over the years of skating contests, it just kept, you know, I skated more contests, skated more contests, you know, doing like, you know, decent. I feel like each time I was like progressing a little bit and started like, you know, the first time I got hit up was about Dark Star. Mm-hmm. And Dark Star, Deathwish, and somebody else sent me boards like after the, my first year of Phoenix Sam, I think it was. And then um, after that, I, I don't think I still realized what was going on. And then, like, you know, I would, like got on Dark Star for a little bit, you know, went out, uh, skated with them, did all that. And then later, I was on Vox too at the time. Okay. Um, uh, this girl named was Taylor. Was Dominic Woods. there still? And um, Dominic, was he at Vox at that time? I don't know. He, I, okay. he may have been. Um, but this girl, Taylor Woods from Arizona, she um, pushed for me to get, you know, my first shoe sponsor, uh, which was Vox, because she was a rep for them. Okay. And so I was on Vox for um, a couple years, I think. And then um, I remember every year my friend, uh, well, yeah, my friend, my older friend, my one of my peers, Steve Clare, who uh, worked for Crew, because uh-huh. I got on Crew, too, like after I got on Vox. Okay. And uh, he came up to me. I remember I had a Volcom contest. I think it was when they, when they were doing the Volcom, a Wild in the Park series. Okay. And he was just like, are you Deshaun? And I was like, yeah. Then, you know, he just kind of like laced, like, you know, lacing me with what he was like talking about. He was like, yeah, you know, I work for Crew. You know, your name came up, you know, from 
you know, a dude I'm giving stuff to out here named Garrett Gilbert. Um, you know what I mean? He was like, I want to send you some stuff. And I knew what crew was and everything. So I was like tripping out. Like when I got that first, you know, when I got that one too, I was like, crew, like what? You know what I mean? And I remember I got home, I want to say a week later, I got my first box from crew. And then I was just like, remember I went to the skate park like the whole next day, like in all crew stuff. Like I was just <laughs> stoked. And I feel like after that, like kind of like, I started realizing what was going on at that point because I was like, oh, like, this is what, like, people tell me, like, I got sponsored, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting this to, like, I don't have to pay for pants anymore, you know, and all and all that. And um, so after that, that was definitely a, motiv- a motivator. And so I just kept skating contests. And then I started skating Tampa Am, you know, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like my, like, my, my big breakthrough was, like, after I was getting familiar with contests, which would say, I started, I think I won, my first one was a Volcom contest. Uh-huh was a while in the parks and it was like big because I like never had won anything and I always like did with like you know like my main thing is just like I, I always get really nervous in contests my friend always tells me he's like no one beats you but yourself you know what I mean and he was just like I, I just my, that's my problem is I always get nervous so my biggest flaw in anything I do is concert, like I just get nervous and I get in my head a lot so I feel like when I won that that kind of helped break me out of that and then it even like I broke me out even more when I won Tampa Am Cause I was like a contest I've been skating for years, and I was kind of more familiar with like the impact it had on you know winning one, and you know where things could go from there. And I think it was the last year that they did the uh, winner gets the opportunity to go, go compete to, to be a SLS, yeah. and so I was hyped to do that. And I feel like once I got that opportunity going, I was like, I'm not messing up. I was like, when I was on my way there, I was like, dude, I'm not blowing this opportunity. Like I had like I got this opportunity is you know it came like it's meant to be so that's why I, I you know I was hyped that I was busting up to keep it together and make it in and once I got it into that it was just like everything got like even more real like you know I'm just on on the tour for SLS like me and Utah were like the rookies in it and it was like you know a pretty big deal for us being like the you know the newbies and you know everybody around us would be like you know veterans in it. and so once I got you know used to that I feel like you know every year I just started getting you know more more growth and more progression and getting used to it and you know still and I mean like still to this day I'm still adjusting but I feel like once I got into that it became a part of SLS like that was kind of like my like big breakthrough where like I realized everything I got real and then did you move to Los Angeles at that point um so I moved to Los Angeles way before that I moved moved to Los Angeles 2015 okay right right after I graduated from high school okay um I had a contest I had a graduation party and then I had a contest in Chicago uh damn am and I had them get my flight straight from Chicago damn am to LA and just moved out there like I had like 300 bucks saved from working a job um that one of my I had one of these classes that like helped me uh, substitute for uh, for econ Uh and it was just like a class where you needed a job and like the teacher was really cool and so um I had that job and so I saved from that and so I thought I was good, but I went through that like the first two weeks or <laughs> something. My mom was like sending me 20 bucks at a time to like, and I was just living off Jack in the Box tacos and stuff. But I moved out there, like didn't have a plan or anything. Like I moved in with my friend's sister um, and he was also there. Um, she had a one bedroom apartment and the one, uh, her name's Brittany. Uh, she had a one bedroom apartment. She made the bedroom like her recording studio because she made music and uh-huh. she turned the living room into a bedroom. It okay. was like a cool setup, you know, it was clean. And she had a she has a little daughter as well. And I remember moving there and at first I was uncomfortable because I wasn't used to like, you know, doing that. Like not having my own bed, just kind of like living you know, under under someone else's, you know, not really that I didn't, I kind of didn't know her. I kind of met her. Well, I knew her previous times, but like I was actually getting to know her, know her through that living experience. Yeah. So it was like, 
I'm just like, you know, coming, coming to the crib, not not knowing what to expect, just, you know, knowing that I have to, you know, live under her rules and her regulations. So at first it was uncomfortable. And then I remember I would just like every day I didn't even have a plan. I would just go to Fairfax and just chill there because I was on, you know, got on Diamond and Grizzly. And so when they had the old store, all the homies worked there. So I would just come into town and no plan. I would just go to Fairfax from like a.m. and just be there till p.m. like all day, like not no plan, nobody to film me. Like I didn't know what like what to do. I don't know where to go, who to hit up to skate, like nothing. And so that was like my whole routine for a minute. And I started filming with like one of my friends, Ryan, who I met through like a barracks uh, segment that I did that came to Arizona and filmed and stuff. Um, and then, then I don't know, I just kind of just made it like tried to figure it out through like throughout the time or whatever. And, you know, kind of just went from there and I know everything just moved fast. Like, you know, with that two, that was like, all that kind of happened within like the two years that I was living in LA. Like I just went through all that and it just like ended up being an SLS, you know, was able to actually live out here comfortably, but it was rough. <laughs> uh, no, and it did, it exploded. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, things really like fast. I mean, cause you're 22 now, mm -hmm. right? I mean, uh, February 5th. Yes. Yeah. My grandmother's same birthday. Okay. So, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, um, and my sister's the sixth, but, um, no, I mean, it just happened so rapidly and that you seem to, you know, I read an article where you, you mentioned, you know, kind of really always reminding yourself of where you came from mm -hmm. and to sort of keep yourself focused um, and enjoy what you're doing and love what you're doing. Um, how did that, I mean, because you are, I mean, 22, you you are young, you know, mm -hmm. but you seem to have this wisdom, this inherent wisdom. Um, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, it was, I feel like I got, I got a lot of that from like, you know, my grandma, my uncles I always loved, you know, like that's like my main thing. When I go into town, Arizona and I go to my grandma's, like me and my uncles always rap about, you know, we just rap for a good couple of minutes, you know, sometimes turns on an hour, but you know, we just always talk and I feel like having them in my life kind of helped a lot. And I don't know, just things I experienced in life on my own as well, you know, kind of like things that I like went through not having my dad around, you know, and I kind of like learned through that, but yeah, I don't, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Like I, when I first got into like, you know, the SLS and all that, it was, I was getting caught up, you know, like, oh, I need to win for the money, like, do this, like, I want to get more followers or this, and, like, I was kind of doing it for all the wrong reasons, and I was, like, losing fun, everything was getting more stressful, and, like, this, this all, this whole revamp and change, it just barely started happening, like, I want to say, like, last year, like, I really, it hit me bad last year, like, I didn't, like, no finals, you know, I'm, like, still, like, barely trying to get back a whole thing, because I mean, my first year, I didn't miss the finals at all, like, I was, like, I got in, I was hyped, and I was just skating, and then I got caught up in, like, thinking about, like, all the unnecessary and material things and, like, things that aren't really, like, the best things to kind of, like, use as motivation. And so I'm, like, barely starting to circle back around to where I'm, like, okay, like, you know, why did I start skating? Like, I didn't start skating because I had, I don't know, a, my own facility or, you know, just whatever, whatever to, like, oh, trainer. I had somebody, like, training me to skate or, like, my dad was around, you know. Like, I didn't have anything, so it was, like, that's why I need to skate. You know what I mean? Even, like, if I'm trying to trick, like, don't just quit because, like, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm going to, like, try it like I would try it, like, when I was skating my local park back home where I'd, like, just try that trick. And so that's kind of, like, where I'm at now with everything. And the wisdom part, I don't know. I, I kind of, I just, I don't know. i always been, like, a old, I always had, like, an old soul. Yeah. I was always the youngest kid around, like, all my older cousins and stuff, you know, would go out and just anything. Like, I was always the littlest one. The youngest one always trying to be with the older people. And so... I feel like that's kind of what, like, groomed me to, like, grow into where I'm at today. You know what I mean? And so 
I know I just always I, I really like value like everybody's opinion, everybody, you know, in, in all the positive ways, you know, not really as like negative things, whether it's a bad thing you have to say about me or a good thing is like always like take it into consideration, you know, and how I can improve that or like, you know, how I can make something that's good even better or something that's bad that's better. And so I don't know, I try to look at everything like with a positive, you know, outlook and sometimes you know, my reaction might be crazy because I'm just in my own head and I'm like, you know, thinking my way is the best. But I always, at the end of the day, no matter how I come across in the beginning, whether I'm, if I'm like if I'm aggressive when you're trying to help me, like I 100% think about what, you know, you told me, you know what I mean? Like, and so I just I always just take everything in and I always just use it. Like I figure out I can use it as growth and, you know what I mean, and for good and not for bad. And so I don't know. I just feel like it's all that wisdom comes from everybody that's been in my life, you know, from people became my first sponsor to people who's, you know, I'm just meeting now. And I don't know, it's all tools. Yeah. No, it's cool. Okay. Now I got to throw, I got to throw a couple things at you. Um, Deshaun, uh, we're really stoked that Deshaun continues to be a part of the Cowtown family. It's been an awesome to see him grow into such a talented skateboarder and an amazing human. I remember first meeting him at the Chandler Park as a little guy. He was always like, hey, 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 watch this. <laughs> then, <laughs> then what do you think? It makes me laugh to see how far he has progressed and how consistent and good he is now. He never forgets his family, where he came from, and his humble beginnings where he started out. He rules. It's from Trent. Oh, Trent. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Dang, that hit me. Wow. That's funny because, wow, I used that. I was that kid. I was just like, hey, hey, watch, watch. Like, yeah, I used to be across, all the way across the skate park, and I would yell like, hey. Did you see hey, that? <laughs> watch this. Like, hey, watch this. Like, if I learned something new, I was just, like, always trying to get that, like, energy. But, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, even your, your first kickflip you landed, nobody saw it. Oh yeah, Would yeah. You? Mm -hmm, <laughs> For yeah. someone who wanted and, to see, it. yeah, that might have been the best one. I'm still working on trying to get a good kickflip right now. That was, I don't know. That's yeah, that's it. Yeah, Sinclair asked me about that. What is <laughs> what is it going to do about getting that kickflip right? <laughs> I'm working, Mike. I'm working, man. I don't know. I I worked. I, I feel like I worked backwards. Like I did. Like I learned. I think Trey was like the first trick I learned. My switch, my switch flips were by far, were by far better. I thought than my you might have learned flips. laser flips first because no, yeah, <laughs> you that can laser one, flip anything. Yeah, that one was later. That one was a random one. I was no, like, yeah, it's I a was, hard trick. Yeah, I was trying to front big on a hip and one flipped on accident. And my friend Andrew, who I you know like live with, you know my one of my like very good friends, I've known him for like ten years plus. He's always been like, oh, why don't you try like the heck like you want? And like every time he done that, like I would end up learning a new trick. And that's kind of how I was. He was just like, we're just, we're just tripping like. What the heck? Just try to learn that. And I just learned it, and it just, I don't know, it works. But, yeah, I don't. Persistence, I don't. too. Mm -hmm. I, I talked to a Chase as well, and he said that you were quite persistent in calling him to come and film something at the barracks. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, uh, I was always know, blowing got, Chase up. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. he said. He was blowing him up. and um, But then you guys did. You guys filmed, uh, hold on, let me get his quote here. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, filmed Filmed the first try Friday with Jaeger Eaton way back in the day, and Deshaun was with him, and he did a trick too. So he was in the video. Then Deshaun got my number and was blowing my phone up yeah. <laughs> um, for like a few years, for like a year, trying to film stuff at the barracks. LOL. But he was just a little unknown kid at the time, so I was really super annoyed by him. Ha ha. <laughs> years down the line, he grew up, and we filmed his recruit and a lot more. And glad it all worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I always, Chase is, <laughs> Chase is funny. I remember I always tell people my, my funniest memories of Chase is like, I remember I used to just show up to the park, like not even like, 
literally nobody just like trying to skate and chase would like shut it down yeah. all the time <laughs> remember the last time i went to the barracks like guy and all the royal dudes were there and we just pulled up like me and two homies my other best friend kayla barnett who's like doing or has done i mean still doing great for himself his career you know he's on supreme nike now like uh-huh. it's crazy it's like my we moved to california together like we're yeah. like brothers um we just showed up and i chased his kid over he was like nah guys he's like it's, it's royal today like nah and we were all just so bummed and sad because we took the bus all the way over there, like to skate the barracks. Like we had like bus. I think we did like that was courtesy. Your Del Taco money too. Yeah, <laughs> I think we no. I think we did like courtesy rides. Like we got courtesy rides like all the way. We were just trying to get courtesy rides, and we finally made it over there. And we we're just sitting outside waiting to leave. And guy comes out. He's like smoking a cigarette. Starts talking to me about like his dog. You know, his dog passed away. And I met him like one time before that. I don't know if he was just comfortable because he met me before, mm-hmm. or if you know he was just like you know this guy's all great. Guy's great. I love guy. Um. But he was like, what's up? He was like, why don't, why don't you guys skate? And we were like, Chase said we couldn't skate. And then he was like, no. Nah. He was like, F that. He was like, come in. And he was like, Chase, like, we're done. Let these guys skate. And remember Chase let us skate. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. But, yeah, that was, man, yeah, I always, those, those are like my funniest moments with Chase. And now I think about it. And, like, now I go to the park, we just have, like, a good friendship. And we're just always, like, talking stuff to each other. I'm just like, dang, dude, this, this life is crazy. <laughs> life is really crazy. Uh, and then uh, I've got another one. Uh, Deshaun is one of the most talented, loving people I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. One of my best friends since day one. It's so rad that we still get to travel and skate together at this level. We both manifested this dream of being pro skateboarders, and now we are living it. Blessed to have a best friend with such an incredible mindset. And that's from Jaeger. Oh, Jagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jagger. Yeah, yeah. Me. No, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Yeah, man, I've known Jagger for so long. Like, I remember I used to, like, skate. I think I don't remember my first time they're going to KTR. I was skating a contest maybe there, and oh man, I showed up in like mongoose knee pads, elbow pads, helmet because they like they required pads. Uh-huh. And I just remember watching them skate like, dude, these kids are crazy good. Like I can't I can't believe these kids are so good. And uh, I remember I was just so inspired by them because they were just killing it, bowl street, everything. I was like, dude, what the heck? Like I was young, but I was like bigger than them. Like they were smaller than me. I was just like, dude, I want to be that good. Like, these kids are amazing. And uh, I started going there, you know, after the contest, you know, just, you know, getting more familiar with KTR and stuff. And, you know, Jeff started blessing me with the opportunity to be able to skate there for free, you know what I mean? And that was, like, you know, the best. It is still is, you know, like one of the best indoor skate parks, I mean, skate parks in Arizona. So, I mean, I'm still blessed to have that relationship with them as well. You know, they still value our friendship and still open up up opportunities for me to come and skate. but yeah, they they Jeff and you know the Eden family they definitely um, you know are a part of my success to this day. You know what I mean? They provided me with that environment to be able to go skate, you know, and hang out, and you know, be in an environment with other kids who were skating. You know, the facilities and like Jeff used to, Jeff used to have you know employees like pick me up during the week to go skate with Jagger and then you know, uh-huh. and then have fun, you know, and just you know be bring you know a different type of energy to the sessions and stuff like that. And so I was, you know, I was there a lot during the week. It was never like a part of like a camp or anything. I just, Jeff was just like, you know, pick this channel. Like I want him to come skate with Jagger, you know, and Jet. And I would just go skate with them like a couple of days during the week, you know, but the relationship with them, you know, they're like family to me. And so, um, you know, Jeff has also like, you know, helped me get to contests before, you know what I mean? Like he, like, they definitely like helped a lot. And so, yeah, I value, I value my relationship, you know, friendship or, you know, their family a lot. Cause they definitely, you know, uh, invested in me, you know, and helped me, you know, get 
got and help, and help me get to where I'm at, you know, now. And so, yeah, I love I love them and I love Jagger. <laughs> I always got to rough Jagger up and give him a hard time when I see him, just so he stays humble. But yeah, I, I love <laughs> I love them and they're an awesome family. They mean nothing but good. Right on. And we're, sadly, we're running out of time. I know mm-hmm. you've got SLS this coming week. Um, I got another quote from Sinclair. Deshaun is an ath- is an athlete, most dedicated skateboarder I know. But he also asked me to ask you about lotion time or lotion delay. Uh, but we might not have time to answer that question. Oh, that was yeah, no, that was no, no, that was quick. Lotion time, lotion delay. He, so <clears throat> they always give me a hard time sometimes, and I, I've been getting better about it, like you know about my timing and stuff. And I always like I always tell him he's always like, bro, what are you doing in the shower? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, Mike. I'm like, bro. I get in the shower. I wash my body. Deshaun, he cuts me off. I wash my whole body too. I'm like Mike. I'm like bro, I like. Just chill, bro. It's, it's just it's a process, Mike. I get out. I put lotion on all over my body. Everything, bro. Like I don't. I'm not trying to leave. The, I'm not trying to leave with no type of ash on my skin. Like it's just. I got really bad OCD, and so I'm just like Mike. That's all I do. And so I mean, it's been years. Mike still asks me, "What are you doing?" I'm like Mike, bro. I, that's all I'm doing. I tell him I put my contacts <laughs> in. I brush my teeth. Get in the shower. Get out. That's that's all I'm doing. Like it. But I guess I mean I might take a while, but you know I, I've been getting better. I you know I'll I'll, I'll make sure I'm I'm accommodating the people. No, time but that's your schedule. peaceful time too. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Like. And I was like, bro, you can't rush the process, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you, if I if I get out feeling like you know feeling good, I'm I'm a, I'm a skate good. So that's what I always give Mike. But Mike Mike loves giving me a hard time. He, it's been good. He don't really mess mess with me too much about that now. I think because he's been seeing I've been trying to get a little bit more better about it. But yeah, that's Mike's favorite thing to mess with me about. <laughs> Oh, damn. Well, I'm super sad we've run out of time. I want to talk to you about VidCom as mm-hmm. well. You've got a new single dropping, uh, but we have run out of time. Um, yeah. Maybe we can have you back in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's um, fine. You know, and, and again, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, you can follow Deshaun at Deshaun Jordan. Uh, and also wanted to ask about a Jordan a Jordan Jordan collab, a Michael oh, yeah. Deshaun collab with Nike. You know, you had the Jordan collab with Nike SB, but uh, oh, yeah. we could talk about that maybe next time as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, I hope, I'm praying for something like that to happen. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, lots of love from right. you. Yeah. It, lots of love. Everybody loves you so Appreciate much, and it. you've got such great energy. Think, keep doing and being the person you are. Um, Appreciate it. And ripping. Um, and you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. This is the Desiree Show on Dash Radio, and I'm out. All right, you're listening to what? The Desiree Show. What's your name? Jeremy Ray. Okay, you want to say it again? <laughs> this is Jeremy Ray, and you're on the Desiree Show. Hi, it's Dave Berkfold, and you're watching the Desiree Show. Oh, wait, watching. I said watching. I can't say watching. Okay. Hi, this is Dave Berkfold, and you're listening to the Desiree Show.